うわ待て参った参った
I would like to thank before we get into the rest of the show. Um, one, today's our first key item episode. Um, yes, the top, the, the 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 title of the podcast, the the name of the podcast is Key Items, and every episode is focused on a central topic that's being the key items. But today, I'm going to focus on something that I think is essential, and um, it's going to be fun. I didn't tell Dustin or Arnold because I I know they're prepared for this. It's not something I'm sneaking up on them, but I just it's gonna be stupid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, little pop quiz. Um, but like, yeah. So I did want to thank everybody for our streams. We've been going pretty well. I feel overall we've been streaming for about a solid month. Been very successful on that. Lots of views, particularly our last couple of ones. I am very surprised at the number of people who like to look at Jet Set Radio being played. Yeah. That's a big number. It seems popular. It's popular. Probably the nostalgia. It looks cool. Well, the I guess so is the nostalgia. I honestly think it's the music. Oh, um, hell yeah, dude. The, I've not even played that game, but that music sounds jamming. The music, um, and like, I don't want to misspeak here. One second, everybody. I want to make sure. Please don't play the songs. Yeah. Um, so um, Hideki um, Naganua is the composer of most of the songs in Jet Set Radio. Um, I love their work, and I've been listening to their stuff for years, but I've just been rekindling it, and it's amazing. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm happy that people are happy to be watching us play games. Um, but yeah. Anyway, let's jump into the podcast proper. We have some news. It's pretty shivering. It's pretty cold. So let's go ahead and jump into our next issues. Next Issues is the part of the podcast where we talk about the news and the happenings in the nerd world. We already know, you already know what the big news is. Um, you don't, you've been like... Under a rock. You've been under a gaming rock. You've been under a Geodude. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, you have not heard this, but you're going to hear it today. Before we get into any of that, because that'll be the bulk of our news, I feel... Um, I'll quickly talk about, and then I'll talk about it, and then I'll let Dustin carry any news he may have. Um, but Pokemon Unite came out. It's been out for about two weeks now. Some people have been playing it. Of course, you know, people have been playing it on stream and stuff like that. It's easy, low-hanging fruit viewership. I understand it. If I had a capture card, I'd do it myself. But the game comes out. People stream it. And it's free to play, so you don't got to pay for it. Don't even have to buy it. So it's very. MOBA is free to play? Hmm. Well, so here's the deal. You mean fee to pay? Oh, we're about to get into this. So (laughs) Pokemon Unite has come out, and from all intents and purposes, from everyone I've heard, it is a fun game. It's a good, it's a well designed game. It is made by, um, um, or at least sponsored by Tencent has a large thing into it and also Nintendo Pokemon Company yeah now for those of you who don't know who Tencent is um, even though we've mentioned on the podcast a few times you may not have remembered Tencent is a um, Chinese operated company that Mm -hmm. tends to buy large stockholds into 
popular and sometimes smaller um, video game companies and tends to do a very business-like model and transition of each company to create more profit margins. Um, they are very, they're not sneaky about it. They kind of just do it, but it's yeah. it's very messed up. They're um, the um, world's largest video game vendor now, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, they also are responsible for WeChat, which is like the biggest chat mm-hmm. program or one of the biggest chat programs in China. And they've mm-hmm. been doing a lot of things lately, like being able to tell if it's late at night and a child is playing a video game and trying to tell the child to get off the video game or monitoring how long you played the game and telling you to get off. I think these are all Chinese only things that have been doing being done. Yeah, it's, um, it's government regulations. Yeah, it's government. Down on, mm-hmm. on supposed and probably been sometimes accurate like addiction and things Wanting, like that. They, that's what they say, but the Chinese government... Yeah, man, I don't know if is, you can tell the CCP that. Is, um, in, it, let's, let's, this is, I won't say this. This is speculation. But a authoritative, or authoritarian government wants to know if you're being productive. Yeah, let's just put it that way. So, like, they also want to know: Are you putting a tax on society by not doing anything? Right. So we won't get into (laughs) all of that, but I'm just saying, think about that, folks, for a second. Um, Anyway, the bigger thing about Tencent having Pokemon Unite is, like I said, the game is designed well. Um, People love playing it, but from what I've heard over. Time and this has been heard from more cri- critical um, gamers, so like the Podquisition podcast and some game journalists. I haven't heard anyone who streams this say this, but maybe they're not even looking into it like that. Um, the game is very monetized, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which is not surprising <laughs> from the Nintendo mobile market, and now it's combined with Tencent. Um, and it's extremely monetized. There's about six to eight different forms of monetization that you can't keep up with. And some of it is... And, and, and you can see some of this in League of Legends, where you can unlock a skin for a champion you don't have, which will incentivize you to purchase that champion. Now, in League of Legends, and this model had been around before Tencent had bought a large stake into the company, you can... Play the game, earn the the rewards, and purchase the champion. It's still a problem, but you see what I mean. However, in Pokemon, I think it's a harder way to do it. And at a certain level, you become so locked and underpowered that you're incentivized mm. to buy that. It's kind of how some MMOs will do things for subscribers and stuff like that. I mean, you oh. don't want to walk everywhere very slowly because fast travel is locked behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. behind the paywall right and so i just wanted to quickly mention and bring it up because well one i want people to know that this podcast is not the praise nintendo podcast like it is nintendo is not the only person and shareholder in this video game but it does have the pokemon licensure and this is something i feel that when it's aimed at kids and things of that nature is just wrong um, you I feel like they, they, yeah, they pretty much pulled an EA here. Yes, it's an EA. This is the most, this is probably in the worst thing. And here's the thing, though. 
Um, and this is an important part. While we are critical of Nintendo in this particular topic today, this is not a Nintendo-only problem. This has mm-hmm. been happening in video games for a long time and has been happening constantly in video games. Um, when it comes to Nintendo, this happens more in its mobile video games or its free-to-play video games. Typically, still to this day, Nintendo keeps a pretty much solid model um, on their video games, um, their full-on mainstream uh, mainline video games, where everything you want is in the package, with some exceptions. I'm looking at you, Skyward Sword, selling fast travel within that, within an amiibo. Come on, really? Um, but like for the most part, however, the mobile market areas, the things that like everyone knows that Pokemon Unite is going to eventually go to a mobile device. Um, it's on the oh, Switch sorry. right now, yeah. but this is a mobile landscape kind of thing that they want to do Pokemon Wild Rift Edition yeah well no it'll be about the same game because if you look at the the way the screen focuses it's enough that if you put it on the the, um a phone or a small mobile device it'll be just fine Um, yeah I think it looked well on a tablet right so it is and so does Nintendo Arnold so does Nintendo um and so like this is just more of the same stuff that we've been allowing to happen in video games it happens in everything like pokemon unite league of legends um ea video games fighting video games like all fighting video games have followed this kind of model now where dlc allows you to become better at the video game um Mm -hmm. or it lets you enjoy the game more you know making it a part of the video game it's not cosmetic when you feel better playing with it you know, you don't, you may not want a Pikachu to have a certain skin or whatever like that, like his normal skin. You may want a different skin. And like, it's some pretty horrendous stuff. I even guessed it. Me and my fiance were listening to the podcast one day the other day on the Podquisition podcast, I mean, and they were talking about how much they thought a Greninja having a scarf instead of its tongue um, and a skin be how much that would be. And I immediately was like, it's going to be $20 watch. And, um, Jim Sterling was, um, going over it and they were like, they, they went from like five and they went up to 10 and like Lori Kate, Dale was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, it's going to be 20. It's going to be 20 fucking dollars. And it was 20 fucking dollars. Um, technically it was 20 euros, which translates to about like 22, 23, $24, something like that. Um, I think it's below, I think it's lower in our dollars. I think it was like 18, $19, but essentially, yes, <laughs> essentially, yes, Dustin, it was still in the ballpark. Um, but like right now the trans, the exchange rate is 23.53 us really? dollars to 20. Really? It was like, they said it was different on the podcast. Maybe they lowered it down. Maybe like the euro price is just lower because that's what I mean. Like the the bad. euro, I was trying to think in my head. The euro oh, is okay, less I than see. The, yes, it's just the same amount. Right, just, like it's roughly the same value. Right, it's right, just, right. It's like fewer euros to make it. Yes, to make it equivalent. Yeah, okay, that's that what I was trying sense. to say. Yeah, night, yeah. Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, was, I got confused because the euro is like more value per euro than the dollar right now, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but yeah, re- regardless of what Dustin just said, what I said, it's all too much. Like, it's, 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 it's way too much. And, um, Man, yeah. I remember when Nintendo launched that, that mobile block game for Pokemon. Oh, yeah. They said, oh, you could buy microtransactions, but you can only do it a certain amount. 
Right. I wonder what happened to that model. Well, no. So this is this too. You, they still limit you, but you still like. It's still you purchasing loot boxes and stuff. You know what I mean? It's still you having to purchase in-game stuff. So they limit stuff, quotation marks, to try to... it. It's, it's, it's a weird, nefarious way to deal out. Yeah, just like a Pokemon stuff. Cafe is like, okay, you can right. only buy this certain amount, but the next day you can still buy that same amount. Right, and day. also the fact that you still have to buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, like... You could buy a, a battle pass, which is what all fighters like to call nowadays. You could buy a battle pass or a video game. Any, any oh, action man. game. I can't wait for the Halo Infinite battle pass. Right. Battle passes, season passes, whatever you want to call it. And you purchase all these things. I will sometimes give a, a caveat or an exception to Smash Brothers Ultimate because you get like, what, 70 characters to begin with? Get a lot. And even if you count the mirrors, then you still get at least like 38, maybe 40, you know, um, if not more. So you get a lot of characters. So them making you pay for characters that then come with their own music, their own stages, yada, yada, yada. I somewhat understand. I don't fully <clears throat> I don't fully like it. Like still, because it is still a form of monetization where they could have put it in the real game, but like you guys see what I mean? Um, it's yes. a it's a it's a weird area to juggle. I would prefer it not be there, um, but I see that. But when it comes to other stuff, it's just ridiculous. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to bring that up to everyone's attention. Um, Pokemon Unite is again. I've heard it's a good game. Like it's a fun game. Like people you tend can, to enjoy it. What other games can you grab Snorlax and apparently like? belly to back suplex him with Charizard. Right, right, right. You know, like you I can just saw that in a trailer. What do you mean? Like, like, you you just have to play the normal Pokemon games and use seismic toss. <laughs> yeah, um, it looks funny though from above instead of like the normal view in Pokemon. <laughs> and from what I can tell, yeah, it's a very good game, but it has that issue. It has that like really just dumb issue monetization. Of, of monetization and does it have all the i'm assuming it doesn't but does it have well how many pokemons does it have in it that you, that's playable? they're releasing new pokemons here and there but i don't know the exact number it's probably not a lot like it probably has maybe 12 pokemon like you got to remember like you got to design all this stuff and everything so i wouldn't be surprised if not a lot because um, i've also seen some some pokemon <laughs> are treated as like the minion not yeah. mainly, but like the jungle camps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not sure the exact number, but it's probably still not high since the game is just not coming out. Um, I don't recommend it if you have addictive qualities or if you are prone to impulse buying or if you're just neurodivergent and your neurodivergency like keeps you from being able to play a game like this or anything like that or you see you suffer from FOMO like to a strong degree which a lot of people do no judgment here um, I do not recommend you play this game uh, but I do hear it's a good one so use your best judgment um, but it is a stupid stupid thing to do for a game that does not need all that um, so yeah I want to bring that up that's my news um, 
Dustin, if you have any, can go ahead before we go to Arnold. Um, little, little tiny bit of news. Um, I may have to try out High Dive at some point. It's another streaming service with some anime on it. It's got some interesting shows. But why I bring it up as news is apparently they're getting the, the, uh, like soon to be really that new Get a Robo show that's been on the bracket for a while, a docket for a while rather. Apparently, it's already getting a dub and it's going to High Dive, which is kind of interesting sort of surprising in a way because I didn't think it would be something they'd be like rushing to dub you know what I mean everything is getting a dub early actually like it's I know where you're coming from because you watch anime in the 90s yeah yeah it used to be a a series had to be kind of like oh this is going to be a big seller before they would try to like um dub it Mm -hmm. I guess instead Mm -hmm. of just subbing it and tossing it out there like hey if people want to watch it they can watch it Mm -hmm. because it you know subbing is like uh, job that takes a lot fewer people than a dub. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. And it's it um, is definitely a lot less expensive too because you don't have to pay all those voice actors who probably get like some of the bigger salaries in in the industry. I would think it could also and and I'll and I'll say this: it is also something where because of anime's popularity at this point. It is something that everyone wants to jump on when they can. Mm -hmm. So dubbing and making it more acceptable or approachable for Western audiences is seen, I feel, as a better business strategy. And so I feel that's why the dubs come out so fast. Because things like, for instance, Scarlet Nexus has an anime. Because every video game needs an anime now, too. Um, and it's got a dub coming soon. Like, and this game has not been out for a full month. You know what I mean? Like, it's people are wanting to push the market so fast and so quickly. Um, and regardless if the anime is good or not, I can't say that for certain. But yeah, it's not surprising to me that they're getting that English dub. They they want to capitalize on that as soon as possible. I feel. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Crunchyroll has five million subscribers. Go them, I guess. Their platform is still bad. But I don't even know if that's <laughs> news at that point. Um, yeah, really. Like, it's like um, eh. in weird news, but it's like people being people and being terrible again. Uh, so, oh. Hololive, which is the main, the largest, I would say, VTuber agency, um, apparently had to announce on Monday that they will no longer be accepting presents addressed to their talents after the end of August. Like, you can send cards and things, but there's too much concern about people sending things that have, like, smart tags or air tags for stalking. So... Yeah, it makes sense. Like... Like, if you send uh, stuff directly, like, you have Amazon, like, send something that was, like, bought from Amazon. Yeah. And doesn't go through any other hands. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to, like, get pre-approval. Yeah. Yeah. I... So, okay... I know people on the podcast hears, hear me bitch about this, this, and this new thing coming out and everything. And yeah, part of it's being an old man. But another thing is, is that the reason I'm so against the VTubing is because the nerd community is a bunch of petulant children sometimes. And this is one of those things. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have a problem with VTubing personally. I don't, I don't like it, but I don't think people who do it and enjoy it have a problem and shouldn't be allowed to do it. But... Would I rather it not exist? Yes. And why is that? Because there are a group of nerds in our community that 
I don't even want to use the word fetishize because fetishizing is... I don't even know what's the appropriate term for this. It's... They, like, try to vicariously exist with yes. the creator. Yes. And the thing is, it's it's a thing in... I don't want to blame all these people as if they're just horrible off the bat. But there is something going on with them, and maybe they need to seek more professional help around it, where they feel that they are one, or they're very close to these people, and they can give them these things in an inappropriate way. Yes. And it creates a problematic environment. Mm -hmm. Where the people who are doing this are harassed. Like, let's be real. Most people who do VTubing, like, I'm going to be real with them. Break the facade for people. You're VTubing for one of two reasons. Either you're really shy and don't want to show your face. Or you know it makes money. Like, because you could. Or it's funny. But if it's funny. I'm pretty pretty sure it's like the Doge guy. Oh, but if it's funny. It's a dog. It's funny. No, no, no. But if it's funny, more people come and you make more money. Like there's there's a reason you're doing it. Like, And And it does give people. I know a person who does it um, also because for for some people, I think it gives them like they can sort of even more separate like the character they play on stream from their their like you know who they are well and make I, the money that's what that I mean. way without yeah. the without the oh this is me <laughs> well, no, I mean? and, and, and no and here's the thing it's a it's a form of being it's like a, a form of acting almost. well it's a, well well it's an avatar it's literally yeah. an avatar you're mm-hmm. literally be because like yeah it may not be you but it is you you know it's like you are doing that however for the public eye mm-hmm. you know you may not think that the public wants to see you yourself be goofy i would like to strongly disagree with that standpoint to be very happy and proud of who you are when you're in your goofy stage that's why i'm the arrogant jackass when i'm on the podcast but i'm not like that in real life um and allow people to understand the separations of entertainment from a real person um right. And I think VTubing definitely helps with that. And that's why I was saying the first reason is because mm-hmm. maybe you're just shy. I, I overly simplified it, but it really breaks down to it does create that shield. Mm-hmm. But Especially for, I think, um, women at times where appearance gets judged a lot. But and here and, and here's the counter because I want, I'll, I'll argue all these issues with that VTubing is aimed at predominantly yeah, the female. Yeah, it's sort of a double, double. right. Because there are some male tube VTubers, but it's much less common. Yes, because, again, because it's not as cute. And uh, at least by our idea yeah, I of I think they're cute. bigger in, this is going to sound weird, I think they're bigger in Japan. Mm-hmm. Where there's more, I think, viewers that are like one of, you know, like, hot... Uh, like oh right so it's but that's not that's not weird though because again western audiences want that cute quote-unquote kawaii kind of bs crap for that and and hey more power to you like women who are using that to make your dollar i get it but like that's the risk factor that comes into it and that's where i have a problem with this is because there's some creepy people out there Yes. Capitalize on it. Um, I have no problem if you use VTubing because you feel more social anxiety showing your face. I have no problem if you're doing it straight up for the cash flow. Um, But my problem with VTubing as a thing is that it gives a new avenue for someone to 
to make it a undesirable thing. And Mm -hmm. I don't blame VTubing for this. This is a bigger issue within the nerd community. Yeah, it's a cultural issue to some degree. Part of me, like, doesn't want more things to come out until we can fix our issues at the moment. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, that is... I'm not surprised at all of that nasty news. It's true. Uh, On some more positive news. Mm. So, apparently, there's a lot of nerds in the Olympics. I'm just going to be honest. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And the reason why is... So, uh, the staff of One Piece sent out an acknowledgement and thank you um, to several of the... Are you talking um, about that dude that did the Luffy thing? Yeah, there is a... um, There was a Greek... Long jump gold medalist, actually. The guy who took the long jump gold medal. Uh, I'm going to probably butcher his name, but I'm gonna try, so I apologize, but I'm going to try to pronou- uh, pronounce it correctly. Miletiadis Tintoglo, uh, Tintoglo, which is like the Gre- uh, Grecian long jumper. He got the gold medal. He did do the six-year second pose when he did, apparently. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and also, apparently, as well... Um, Peyton Oderdahl, who was a USA shot putter, did the Frankie, like, super thing, too. My God. But yes, the statement from Oda's staff was that we sincerely celebrate the activities of our Nakama around the world with the utmost respect for your efforts and achievements. Lord have mercy. Well, you know, um, yeah, there was also on a, on a, a more obscure one, there's a Taiwanese um, archer who, um, who uh, does a a shout from uh, Fate Grand Order for a dude who's an archer from that too. So. Good word. <laughs> well, they're happy. They're dorky. But <laughs> they're, they're doing. Happy. They're doing their thing. Mm. I, 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 more power to them if they want it's to be. The, dorky. It's like the equivalent of like seeing some kids on the playground do something right before they do something, and it's like <laughs> what they're doing has no relation to what they just did beforehand. Yeah. Do it anyway. Yeah. It's it's you know whatever. Like it's, it's uh, they're happy doing it. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, and I do like that Otis staff took the time to be like, hey, we, we saw that. Thanks. Thanks well, guys. if you're going to do it at any Olympics, it's going to be the Tokyo one. Yeah. So yep. that's yep. cool. Like that, right friggin', that friggin' weird Taco Bell commercial because the Olympics are in Japan. I don't know if y'all have seen it. Or not. I have not. I don't even I'm know why not. Taco Bell is doing an Olympics commercial. but They have a weird, like, super anime commercial, and you'll have to look it up later because it's dumb. It's real yeah. dumb. Uh, okay cool cool then um well if dustin is done with his news we get to the storm arnold (laughs) make us depressed all right so we're not going to start off this is going to be the last bit there's like one thing before we head into the eye of the hurricane yes which is actually the blizzard (laughs) yeah yes so before any of that gonna give a little talk about ea and uh, their Important Matters campaign. So for people who don't know, <clears throat> EA likes to pretend they care um, when it comes to kids or anyone really spending money on their games. I think, what was it? They did one maybe two years ago in Europe with like a famous soccer player. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember his name. God damn it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes, yes. I know what you're talking um, about, though, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're partying up with Internet Matters to basically uh, tell parents... Hey, y'all need to do more. You should visit our website. Uh, you know, from there we'll teach you how to do family control stuff, set time limits. You know, the thing that take the blame for the things you we know, make. 
Yeah, yeah, you know. We want we, you to do it. We don't we don't want to do it. We want you to do it so it's your fault, not our fault. We want you to take responsibility because we really don't want to give up all the money we're making off this. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's what they want to do. That is not a surprise. And it is the same bullshit that a lot of things, you know, like, look, we're American. We know all about passing the buck to somebody else and blaming them for it. You know, people where I live, I live in Atlanta. So people know right now we're going through one of the biggest gentrifications ever um, in Atlanta. Um, And the people coming into Atlanta um, think that Atlanta think that, well, no, they can't fucking drive, but we won't get into that. The people (laughs) coming into Atlanta that are helping with the gentrification process, so buying up low-income areas so they can put in their little coffee shops and all their crap like that. They come in and they talk about Atlanta problems as if they, one, never existed before, and two, need to be purged. And what I'm about to talk about now is like the homeless issue in Atlanta. A lot of people come into the city and are blaming everything on homeless people, which I don't know if you are aware of when you're homeless. Homeless, it's very hard for you to do anything, uh, much less cause problems. Um, and so, uh, I don't know what you're talking about, James. They definitely started that that cable fire on that. Right, just heat fire on the bridge. It's right, the homeless people. The homeless not, people not, 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 not. Them and not improper you know, storage. You know, of I them. definitely exactly. have never seen those coils ever since I was in elementary school under that fucking bridge. You know, right? It's, it was the hobos. The hobos set that shit on fire. They just they they looked Brought at it all it. there and set it on fire. They looked at it and they said, "Hmm, this is a nice shelter for us to stay from all the weather and stuff like that." I'll set Let's it ablaze. Set it on- Like, and so the reason I bring all this up, everybody, not just to highlight the horrible, horrible inequalities that happen through, um, you know, um, gentrification and the destruction of people's lives, just so you can live in a cheap apartment. Um, Well, it's not cheap. It's just made cheap. But um, (laughs) it doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. But I bring this up because EA is doing a microcosm of how we treat people globally almost. We always like to say it's your problem to deal with, even though someone else probably created the issue. You know, EA created this loot box problem. EA created this this popularization of monetization within video games. And yeah, EA may set the the percentage of you getting your favorite person to like 0.0001%. You're right. EA could easily just put the fucking character in the fucking game and then walk the fuck away. But they don't want to do that because then they can't make money because no one wants their video games anymore. You know, like clearly people do want their video games, but not as much as we used to. And they do this because then that way they can put the blame on the parent. They can be like, well, we told you this warning. We have these instructional courses and send out these emails to help you as a busy parent who probably can't always monitor everything every three seconds because you're trying to con- like create a life for your child. We as a predatory gaming company really feel that if you don't look out for them, well, that's your fault. It's like, it's like there's an arsonist next to you and your child. And the arsonist 
soaks your child's shirt in kerosene. Yeah, light it on fire. <laughs> really? And then, and then I'm gonna go dark with this shit <laughs> and light your child on fire. And as you're battering out the fire on your child, trying to save your your hopes and dreams, they look at you with dead eyes and they go, "Why'd you let me do that? <laughs> no, fucker. Did it, Why did, did you, you see? I have the kerosene right next to me. I had the kerosene next to me. No, the issue should be. Why did you set a person on fire? You know, it gets you can take this bullshit with EA, put it on anything in real life. It's the same thing. Oh, that woman was sexually harassed. Why was she wearing that bikini? Oh no, motherfucker, she wanna wear her bikini. Why are you sexually harassing? You don't have to do the bad thing. <laughs> That's the thing, people. Like, ah, uh, I could go forever about James, this bullshit. The money. I need my other billions. It's it's true. It's all it is. It's about their billions. How am I gonna buy a yacht if I don't? If you don't get yeah, man. How how am I correction, Dustin? How are I gonna buy my fifth yacht? Fifty (laughs) fit. Well, you know, it might be like Bezos's yacht, where it's just not five of them. He just got like the biggest yacht ever. But but James, (laughs) how am I gonna afford that space travel for every minute up there, spending a hundred million dollars? Oh yeah, yeah, you know. Like I'm telling that's you, it's a whole nother thing. But you can, we can put Bezos on this again. You could just let your workers take a piss break, dog. Like, no, 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 no. Why do you think? Do why do you think there's grates on the floors, James? Or, or you could just ship out people's shit a little bit later. You don't. I'm. You don't, motherfuckers listening right now. You don't need that controller two days ahead of schedule. You don't. What am I going to do, though? For two days, I might actually have to... Read a book. Read a book. (laughs) I might actually have to go outside and buy it at Best Buy instead. Right. And Best Buy, shit. But... (laughs) Yeah, you know, Best Buy didn't definitely lose my fucking headphones I bought for my sister. Oh, my goodness. Best Buy is... But, like, still, like, I understand people wanting things. I understand that we live in a a fast-paced society... But people got to calm the fuck down and slow the fuck down. You don't need shit every three seconds. It's why anime isn't that good anymore. Because people just want more anime. Do you guys know how many full sentence anime are out there? That's what I'm going to call them from now on. Because some of them aren't even isekai. But they're all full sentence anime. Like, my mom bakes bread and I look like a chicken. Like, the... the (laughs) What? No, you know what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know what is you're it? Talking no, about. like, okay. The 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 good example one is: is it okay to pick up girls in a dungeon? Oh, oh yeah, oh, that one's yeah. Good. You, you guys know what I'm talking about. That's just half baked. That best. The full sentence anime, like they're all the full sentence anime. Like, no, no, that's the, what's what's the one with the fridge called? Oh, I don't even remember. There's one about the fridge though. Hold on. I, like I turn into a fridge in a dungeon or something. <laughs> That's a whole ass sentence right there. Oh, what do you mean? <laughs> James, I'm gonna need you to take We're this paper and read it. Born as machine, now I wonder the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why is this being produced? 
What just happened to naming it after the main character? Or oh, the I power? I have to give credit here to this really, really stupid concept. No! <laughs> don't give credit to No, 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 no. I have to, I have to at least say this. This, uh-huh. this amused me for like five minutes. I wouldn't actually watch it. Uh-huh. In that the cover art, like this little like cute anime girl is like lugging a vending machine around on her back like a backpack what the fuck vending machines are heavy what do you mean it's, it's, well apparently when you take enough st- when you get enough strength in this rpg world you can just lug a vending machine listen back. she got drinking up coca-cola just just name your harem anime a, a, a shorter like what is it what's the most the most current popular harem anime what's the one with the the, the woman with all the dragons in her apartment Oh, uh, Miss Kobayashi's dragon. Right, that's the that's the longest you need. That's the longest you need for your harem anime. Like I have to admit, I think some people out there are like looking for um, just see what how ridiculous they can make their title. Oh yeah. I don't blame the people trying to profit from it, but what I'm saying is is that we have so many people who want anime every three seconds. People are just shoving shit out. It's just like there are anime I will click on, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I bet you this may be good. I click on it, I look at it, and I was like, what am I even watching anymore? Like, don't get me wrong, in the 90s, we had some dumbass anime. We had some anime that just didn't need to exist. Oh, yeah, there are some real bad ones. Right. I still have some, I think, on DVD somewhere. It is. <laughs> this is what happens when there's a discount bin. Right. It's it's not a bizarre oh, concept. At 20 cents, I. It's, it's, a, it's not a bizarre concept. It's just. You don't, people don't even put thought in it anymore. Like, Gunslinger Girl sounds dumb, but if you look at the overarching anime, it's actually not a, not that bad. It's kind of it's well thought out. So it's yeah. like, you, oh, it's just so many people just want so much content. Also, I'm, I'm going to make my own isekai, and it's going to be about the dude driving the truck that keeps running into people and sending them to a fantasy world. <laughs> okay. Why do I keep even hitting the all these so A friend of mine came up with the title. Y- y- y'all ready? Here's the mm-hmm. title of this series. I thought I was going to be a subject to a major lawsuit, but it turns out my truck sends people to a fantasy world? Question mark, exclamation point. Oh my god. It's so bad. It may actually get two seasons. Yep. It's yep. so bad. Oh, I'm making it happen. After the first five episodes, I'll do the voice acting of the there, If somebody out there can draw, just let me know. I'll, me do the, I'll do the voice acting of the truck. Okay. I want to do the, the voice truck. acting for the truck. I... I bet you I'll be the most famous character. (laughs) Everyone will call me Truck Chan. Man, you joke, but people keep making jokes about the car in Chainsaw Man because this one character has a car that just gets abused all the time. Yes, people people memify everything. Um, Anyway, (laughs) we could go forever about this topic. Um, um, That's actually a good Okay, I got a new episode idea. Anyway, uh, I'm inspired. Uh, but anyway, go on, Arnold. <laughs> okay, uh, well, that, that was, you know, just talking, you know, EA pretending to be a good person. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, now we can actually talk about the the shittiest Blizzard out there. Yes. Um, it's so bad, the Blizzard's brown. The Blizzard's <laughs> brown. It's a, it's a storm of shit. <laughs> literal. literal. Oh, shit, literal shit storm. 
Um, Where the fuck do I even start, man? Okay, let's God. just let's just let's start. Let's start with Blizzard. Jay Allen Brackett living. Well, hold on. This just people. Blizzard allowed rapists and abusers to exist in their company for years in a horrible, horrible environment that targeted women, LGBT staff members, minority staff members, um, people who may just be considered, in their words, probably beta males. Like it is a frat boy. Oh, what again, Dustin? That term is so stupid. Yes. FYI, that's bad science. Yes. You can find that in like five minutes of Googling. Alpha and betas do not exist in the way people think they do. Um, they do not function in that way they do. And it is a construct created by stupid men. Um, it's a construct created by people who want to be dominant. Dominant when mm-hmm. really they just need to learn how to be adults. Yeah, pretty much. Along with other people. So, and actually, <laughs> but yeah, but see, that toxic environment has created a bunch of lawsuits coming to Blizzard yes. and Activision. And thus, we'll go to Arnold's first topic. J. Allen Brackett is the CEO? Uh, he's the uh, president, president of Blizzard, and he's leaving after 15 years to pursue new opportunities, which is, you know, the b- bullshit <laughs> statement. <laughs> Everyone says nowadays. Let me tell you, if this fucking crisis did not happen on their three Earths, uh, (laughs) that's a comic reference for everybody. Um, If this crisis did not happen, um, he would not be exploring new areas of interest. No. Why the fuck would you leave the money bin that is Blizzard? You notice they can't even say, hey, we asked him to leave. Right. Oh, no, we don't want to actually have that on his record, too. That, oh, we don't want to hire him to be our whatever. Right. A like, super high-paid position because he got fired from Blizzard. I'm not surprised these people are jumping ship already. But this investigation has been pretty damn long and strong. Well, I don't think it, it was escaping. more like jumping ship, more like he's supposed to be uh, attempt, yeah, attempt at a scapegoat. But that's not know, He didn't really help uh, with, you know... With the problems that were happening, but yeah, that's not going to help anything. That's not going to help because it was a two-year-long investigation. They got stuff on everybody and everything. They have stuff on that little pervert dude that, like, had cameras on women's toilets. Yeah. That no, no, it, it, was, like, it was under the sink, I think. Yeah, yeah but it was, it, 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 was, it was like angled to see the toilet. Angled to yeah. see the toilet. And it's just like, there's so much effort into getting into a woman's restroom so you could potentially see some private shit, literally, um, for your own sick sexual fantasy than to just not do it. And just, people, it's no effort to not sexually harass. No effort at all. I do it all the time. I just, I just walk down the street. There's a lady that like, passes me, and I don't do anything. <laughs> like, just I just I don't know them. I don't know them, and even if I did, I, I wouldn't do sexual harassment. You know, you want to do something sexual with a lady or a gentleman? Do you know how you do it? You get to know them first. You talk to them. You get them comfortable, and you say, "Hey, I want to do something sexual with you." If that's okay with you, and they either say sure, or they'll say no, or they'll say give me time, and you then apply 
to those answers. Yes, and if they seem like they're uncomfortable, maybe you should just back off and... Right! <laughs> if they're uncomfortable, maybe just be like, maybe today's not the day. I'll try my hand later. I did it all the time in high school. I didn't make people uncomfortable, but God damn it, I was persistent. I'd be like, hey, you want to go out with me? And they'll be like, no. And I'm like, okay, cool. Look at my Pokemon cards, though. And then we just do that for a little bit. And then about a month later, I say, remember when I talked to you about my Pokemon cards? Yeah. Remember what I asked you before? Would you go out with me? Yeah. Will you do it? And they were like, no. And I say, well, I'll see you again next month. Like, you know, like... I think it's say, well, now look at my blue eyes white dragon. <laughs> right. Do you like me now? <laughs> I'm just like Seto Kaiba. You respect the boundaries people set. It's just it's and that was me as a hormonal teenager. You know, like like at the worst people should be, honestly. Like that should be your worst at respecting boundaries as a hormonal teen. Because you don't know what the fuck to do. But you're grown ass men. If I can behave as a child, an idiot baby moose, can you? I huh? <laughs> I don't think you can call them grown men if they got a fucking sweet called the Cosby Suite. You're so, fucking joking. Wait, time out. This no, is hold, about on, that? hold on. I have to clarify this because this, I heard that at first and I was like, really? But apparently, it turns out this executive suite was something that was at a I think it was at a hotel first of all. It was at a hotel, yeah. Um but it was actually before all the mess with, with Bill Cosby. Um the reason why it got that name was because it had a weird carpet pattern allegedly and it looked like a one of his sweaters that he wore in like every single episode. And but it was a, a very unfortunate thing. Much like <laughs> the snake eating its own ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. it, it all came full all circle. Came full circle. That is that's some crazy level Eisen level evil shit. Like, oh no, the, whole, the, the suite was during the maybe he did it. The, oh, okay. This was so this was during the allegations. Okay, so it so did. It was not. It was okay. not a good time. Okay, so calling a fucking a bad time. What's wrong Internet. with people? Okay, I was I was talking with my friend, um, um, who's also my Spanish teacher. So I may have got. By the way, I may have gotten the like. Valdrelli, uh, however you pronounce that, like the oh, this is what it was, right? Like, right. Oh so, yeah, no, I, I apologize if that's the case. Oh yeah, I mean, because this case is blowing up so much and everything. Sometimes we will make a lot of weird right. rumors. They're like, did you know this one guy that worked there has like sixteen bodies in his basement? Right, right. Like, don't get me wrong here, people. I've misspoken about information too and everything like that. But like, we do have to clarify because I think it's I think in Dustin's go. defense, like. This there's so much shit. Like you may hear other things, um, but I was going to say in like getting everything straight. I think it'll be years before we have everything, all the facts laid out perfectly. Yeah. But I was talking with my friend and also my Spanish teacher about um, like just the. I pretty much lost my train of thought here. Just the sheer amount of sexual harassment that is going into like the gaming industry and these huge like exploitive things and what we were talking about now I remember what we were talking about we were talking about just finding work and jobs and people and their acceptance of certain people and behaviors where 
if you have an environment where, and it's usually with males, when the males all enjoy this kind of frat boy insulting personality, they will hire people who do that even if they don't do their jobs well. Because I was thinking about this. You work for Blizzard, Activision Blizzard. You work for Riot Games. You work for Ubisoft. These are dream jobs initially. You know, you get to work at these places and design these games and do all this stuff and have this great job. And you, in that environment, would rather cultivate rape culture and the harassment of people and minorities in your workforce than to actually make the video games. But then if you were to apply for these companies and you may not have a lot of experience, they will turn you down for your lack of experience. You know what I have a lot of experience in? Not sexually harassing people. So maybe- I mean, that's that's (laughs) something that makes people family really hireable. Right, right. Like apparently you hire someone who has a thousand certifications in making a character's body glow, but they uh, harass people. Guess what, fun fuckers? Hire me. I don't have any experience in that, but you know what? I'll learn it. And while I'm there, I bet you won't, I won't go on a fucking cubicle crawl. The only time I'll go on a cubicle crawl is if I went to the local donut shop and I'm passing out donuts. Because I do that a lot where I work. When I usually work. I'm, I'm spend a lot of money on people. Anyway. <laughs> Man, speaking of, I just want a little, little, a, a little side note here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently, the, I, I saw this thing. Speaking of donuts, don't do this unless you're. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't know what her situation was. I think she was really probably mistreated. There was this. I saw a thing where a secretary apparently had uh, left on really bad terms, uh-huh. and so she brought donuts, but every donut had a bite taken out of it. Oh damn! <laughs> I ain't even mad. I ain't even mad. I'm not even mad. I do that shit. I do that. So I do some petty like, ass shit like and, that. And you know, it's not. It's clear. Like there's teeth marks in them in those donuts. You know, she wanted. To, she was like, "It's gonna be worth the two pounds. It's gonna be worth the two pounds." No, I. You know what? Like real talk. That's fine. Do that. That's not, that is not that is not sexually harassing anybody and anybody who wants to eat a donut after someone bit on it. Either you don't care or that's your thing, you know, that gets you going. So pretty sure those blizzard people get they get them going. Man. I don't Man, even want to think about what There's a whole going. episode I feel like at some point I read an interesting piece on what part of what causes that problem in terms of like creating that culture. It's um, literally just think, accepting it yeah, like as and, it is. And I mean there's also apparently like it, and this is not like justifying like oh they were mistreated. Instead like you know they were awkward nerds initially. They were just, you know, sort of like 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 James's example earlier, uh, hormonal teenagers when they got started. And then as Blizzard kind of took off that was never like grown out of and corrected and then they got like money and power to act on those things without ever being like, you know, I, oh. I, I, and it even turned into like this sort of rock star mentality of, oh, you make these things, so you deserve it. You know what I mean? Oh, like that, that weird entitlement that really I people personally, it's have. the vindication and the vengeance that like people want. Yeah, like revenge of the nerds. But, here. but here's the thing. Here's the thing. This comes back to what I was mentioning earlier is this passing the buck of problems in yes. blaming primarily women, but then you can blame LGBT individuals. You can blame minorities, depending on if you're like, uh, typically most of the people who do this are like white cis male nerds and stuff like that. Like you, they pass the buck and they put the blame on 
these individuals and it gives them in their brains an excuse to harass individuals. Look, motherfuckers, I've been the awkward nerd. I felt that people didn't find me attractive or there was a problem about me. Um, I've thought about, like, why doesn't anyone like me? But I did not pass my blame on other individuals to the best of my ability. And I never put it in a way that would be considered the harassment of these people um, in an unfair way or any sort of like just like it's hard to explain, but I did not go out and create a rape culture mindset where women are the problem. No, it's your fault. Like you treat women badly and that's why they don't like you. Like, sure, in high school, there are ladies that want the chiseled man. But like, and I'm, I'm going from a heteronormative perspective here, everybody. Right. Um, but there are men who want hot ladies. Like nerds, it's not like, you know, you guys pick up your comics and look at your manga and something like that. And you don't look at Rangiku from Bleach and go, yeah, I'm, I don't care about her that much. That's not my idea of a woman that I want. Like, like it's like it just, you're full of shit. You just you you wanted to have an excuse for why your behavior was bad. And yes, to some degree, past life situations happen that may create a false fallacy in your head, or a fallacy in your head that. This is X, Y, Z reason. But just like you being racist because that one time in high school, a black guy knocked your Coke out your hand. It's not okay. It's not okay. And I don't, when you reach a certain level in life, I don't give a shit how tough your life was if you're then harming, hurting, and leading sometimes people to hurt themselves or become suicidal. Or an act on that. Um, I don't care. Like I don't care. I don't want you to have a job. I want your job. I really, I want Blizzard to be get so fucked over by this that they send out a massive reconstruction of the organization, and they're like anybody can come work for us. And I'm like, well, here comes my goddamn portfolio, but <laughs> like. You know, I'm about to I'm about to make some moves here because yeah, it's just bullshit. It's yeah. bullshit. Really. Um I did want to clarify by the way. Not 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 excusing that. Rather how that developed is kind no, of No, yeah, and I get I get where you're coming from. And how from how the toxicity that exists in nerd culture can turn into something even more even worse when people are given power without addressing yes. like this is not a good way to it's it's the same you know what I mean? it's the same reason why Donald Trump became president you prey on people who are hurt and and being distraught from something completely separate from 
other races and stuff yeah. like that. Like, just the economy, the CEOs fucking them over. Same thing that happens with Activision Blizzard. Then you give yeah. them a target, you know? And, and often it's sort of a bait and switch of like, hey, right. you know what? It's not my fault. Right. Even though it is. It's right. There. And then you constantly create that over and over again. You keep rotating it in, and then you reinforce it, and then people keep doing it. You know, um, it's it's the same reason why we use girl gamer as both an insult and also an attention getter. You know, it's the same sexist issue. You know, because what really... What what makes a gamer's what what about a gamer's gender as an overall gamer of course like of course your gender will have an impact on certain things that you may ascribe to but what about your gender makes you a gamer or not a gamer or what separates you from like you know what makes a girl gamer different from a guy gamer it's because you're kind of wee wee James <laughs> <laughs> That's a difference. All I thought of was some dude dangling a Wii controller in my face. You got a Wii Wii! <laughs> you got a Wii Wii! And it's like, and, and like, because honestly, at the core, you know, um, does it mean you don't like the same games? Does it mean one of you like action video games versus shooters? Yada, yada, yada. Like, you know, I know gamers of all walks and spaces at the core they're not different i was making a joke i was watching i've been watching a lot of jrpg speedruns i know that sounds like an oxymoron but like i've been watching <laughs> RPG speedruns. Them. it's really to be honest it's more of a jog it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i really like them because how it, most speedruns work in jrpgs is that they play most of the game under leveled and then they find one spot and they do like 10 minutes of grinding that triple levels the characters to like make certain ha- it's really interesting to watch because it's like holy shit they beat this boss like in three seconds and they couldn't they go find they, gosh this is a side note uh-huh. uh, I, I won't get into this rant I, it just reminds me of this like there was an enemy type in freaking Ragnarok Online did you ever play Ragnarok Online? a little bit I played a little bit it was like a flower right so it yeah. couldn't move uh-huh. but it was like really high level mm-hmm. And so what you could do if you were leveling a range class is just get out of its range. And just shoot and, it from afar. And just shoot it and just hope that you didn't, A, get too close to it. Because if you did, it would just smack you and you would die. Good to know that <laughs> tactic didn't go um, away. And also you had to souls. sit there and hope that um, you hit it. Because if you were like a ranger or something, you're like low level. It's mm. like dodging, even though it's a friggin' plant. Yeah, because it's it's your accuracy against <laughs> it's like its three defenses. times at your level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it works. But while I was watching it, I've been watching this, and they have you know um, people from all around who um, stream these games. Now I won't say the cultural diversity of these people is very different. Uh, <laughs> Um, all, all sort of in the same demographic, same 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 racial demographic, with the exception there. You, there's once in a while I'll see like an, an Asian person jump up there, but um, people of all like different um, demographics um, from other perspectives are playing, and I noticed that they're all no matter no matter how they may identify or anything that all nerds have the protective seating position where. Either someone that folds their arms and holds their elbows, they are they have the tough guy. I always call it the tough guy nerd position, and everyone has one. So I have one. 
Um, my friend Sarah has one. Mine is the tough guy one. I don't know why I've adopted it, but usually I will have my hands folded akimbo kind of. Um, or you will have the where you hold your shoulders a little bit or you have your arms tucked in. Um, or I've seen some nerds have the, I call it the humble monk stance where their hands are together. Um, down in between their legs usually are pressed near the stomach it's and i looked at this i saw them no matter what kind of nerd they were they all did the same one or they have the one i called the lounge nerd where they're all laid back it's almost like they're a frat boy and they're all everyone had the same they're physical position out yes yeah uh, <laughs> uh, whatever you call that the um the, the, the thing you don't want people doing on the train right the thing i'm mm. too comfortable nerd you know the spreader <laughs> yes the spreader and it's like everyone has their own thing but they're all different people but there's centralizations to it and it's just you're not in coming all the way back to the news and everything like that like you're not different in that aspect and that's an important thing is that we are all united as being game developers game lovers game players and if we can adopt that philosophy and look at things from a professional standpoint it will be a start to getting rid of a lot of these issues. But again, it's the overall issue of the capitali- capitalism ideas, the the ideas that have been pushed down so hard from uh, misogynistic ways. Um, it's held for years. There women have, I've known many women who have come to me and I've asked them to like, I'm like, hell, you want to do muscle workouts? And they'll be like, no, why would I do that? I'll get bulked up and look ugly. And I was like, how? Like, do you know how to bulk up? Because that's not how you bulk up. But why is that? Because people have ascribed into women's head that doing muscle workouts makes you huge. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. That's if you're trying to bulk up. No, no. If you're trying to bulk up, people... If it was that easy, there would be a lot of people walking around like super jacked. You know, it's hard to bulk up because essentially how you bulk up, for those of you who don't know how to bulk up, in order to bulk up, you need to be doing enough muscle workouts to produce the muscle mass but you also have to be eating more calories than you're burning it's really weird like you're trying to gain weight in the in the exact opposite way that your body wants to do it you have to destroy your fat while bulking up your protein so in order to bulk up give you an easy quick thing real quick before we move forward with this in order to bulk up you would have to probably ingest around 200 to 300 grams of protein a day But then you'd have to do crazy amounts of work, like muscle work. If you're a typical person, male or female or non-binary, you would have to... Well, no, I'm sorry. If you were doing muscle workouts, you would not produce enough muscle to get huge. Muscle by nature burns calories. So you're not ever going to get big. It's just science. Science. You'd have an anime body. That's what you'd have. You look mm-hmm. like Yusuke. Um, but anyway, just a little less little factoid there. Um, anything else you wanted to share, Arnold? The, the news got hyped today. <laughs> uh, Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do a TED Talk so bad. Go ahead, Arnold. Uh, we also have one another person. Uh, just to let everyone know, a lot of people are leaving uh blizzard 
But like the problem with it is that they're not there is the fact that they're leaving and not being let go because then there's no negative negative right. consequences for like on I their resume or something. There's no like uh, mar on it, which is you know the point of doing something when someone does a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like all the stuff we just talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, when you let go people, it does not ascribe to like you being fired. Usually if you're fired, it means your employer found something wrong with you. As mm-hmm. opposed to if you are, if you, um, are leaving, then it, it means that you have decided to pursue something else. Or you found a problem with the company or something like that. You yeah. know what I mean? And there are times where I think it's important that I know sometimes people do that because it's like, oh, yeah, you just kind of goofed up like you mishandled this account or something mm. and not like criminally, but like you, you dropped a zero. And so right. you get a chance to leave. But this is a case where it's like, y'all, you know, they did commit a crime. Right. 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 I, I personally have experience of having to leave rather than wait to be fired, you know, um, because of mental destruction of my psyche but like yes this is one of those things where these people have committed crimes not even misdemeanors folks i mean straight up felonies on multiple fronts and it's just like yeah i don't know i think blizzard is getting the most attention right now but one it's probably it's happening in multiple places hell the gone home guy um has been facing accusations of being a toxic um, head of um, his his area. Um, to his credit, he has now since changed his position and stepped down um, from his position. He still works there because I think he's like the owner of the company. But he I either was ignorant of them or just no one brought it to his attention up until now. And he has made adjustments quick, fast, in a hurry. And at least it doesn't seem that it was sexual harassment. It seems that he was just being a jackass, up-your-ass boss. Um, So I'm glad that's happening for him. Um, But just kind of like pointing that out, you know, that like Blizzard is just the newest one in doing it. It doesn't mean Ubisoft has never done what it did, you know. Um, I think it's it's really... uh... It's more come out more because uh, thankfully more Blizzard employees are coming out uh, well, and saying stuff. And also Blizzard is located in the U.S. Mm-hmm. as a company, so it I feel that impacts you more. And also, no one has really wanted to play anything Blizzard outside of World of Warcraft. Like, and even that's dropping. Right, and let's not ignore. Let's not ignore that though, because fandoms will take a long time to ignore a problem so that they can play their game. Because people still talk about fucking Assassin's Creed games. Like, as if they're still good anyway. But, like, you know, people are still anticipating Far Cry 6. So, people, fandoms will tolerate shit for a long bit of time just so they can play their game. Yep. They're like, ah, well, it's bad and all, but I really want to play that game. Right. They'll be like, well, you know, if me playing the game, is it really going to change anything? And it's like... Wow, I didn't know your spine was that small. Like, you don't even have to take a gigantic stand. You can just play something else. Yeah, it's not like there's uh, not a wealth of games out there that you could be playing. Or, you know what, fuck it. Play your game, just acknowledge what happened, and open that conversation up and talk about it. Write to the company and say, I like your shit. What the fuck's wrong with you? 
Like, you don't have to stop playing your games. Just be a better person. Anyway. Not hard. Anything else? Hard? Well, it can be hard. It can you be. Can do it, I believe. Yes. yes, I believe everyone can be a good person. Um, takes more cool. effort to be a jackass. Um, anything really else? Arnold? Uh, no, that's about it. Just, you know, Blizzard being a shithead over here. Bullying Ubisoft. All right. Then let's jump into our batch notes. This is part of the podcast where we talk about what we've been up to. Um, I don't have a I'll lot. I'll go first. You go, go, go ahead. I haven't had shit to do. Good synopsis. So, Thanks um, for that uh, input. <laughs> yeah, I've just continued to play a little bit of uh, Phoenix Point because I get really tired of... Let me tell you what happened on one mission. <laughs> I have a, there's like random missions when uh, you scan an area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so one of them is um, you can recruit surviving NPCs, uh, which are they're typically bandits. But like if you get to them, they can join your party. And if if you score everyone off the map, then they can they'll join like you know your your military or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, now here's the cool and bad thing about being able to point and shoot at any individual part of a monster. The monsters can do that to your humans. So, I had a one guy I rescued had his fucking legs broken. <laughs> Both his legs are broken, so he could only move one tile every turn. Wow. The goal was at least forty tiles away. I let that man die there. <laughs> what is he a horse? Because <laughs> you know, at least in XCOM, if your guy's knocked out. You can actually have another soldier carry him. Ah, uh, I see what you mean. But this guy only moved one tile around. I'm not about to go through 40 rounds. Yeah. That's a weird gameplay decision to put in. That is a very weird gameplay. You, I feel like there's something to be said about this decision. Now, even but, like, yeah. I, even, I even gave him like a health, uh, like maybe, a health pack. And maybe, I'm like... Maybe this will make him walk faster because he has full HP. Nah. Let me let me let me um expand on what I think Dustin was getting at here because I think we're of the same mindset. Maybe we are, maybe we aren't. But are you saying Dustin, the developers are like, how much effort do you want to put into getting your man home versus letting them to die out there? Like a little bit of that and a little bit of like, is this some sort of statement about like, oh, well, people can't pull their weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because no, I'm just saying I'm just saying though, like if my if my units because they're if they can take damage on body parts, right. but then they can have broken body parts if they take enough damage. So like if your heavy unit's arm's broken, he can't use his heavy weapon. Uh, but at least he has one hand to still use a grenade or a healing thing. You so know? what you're saying is this just happened as a fluke thing. That it just happened that he lost it just, his yeah, and it, But it just, okay. it just sucks because it's a rescue mission. So the only way to end uh, the mission is to evacuate everyone on one specific tile. Right. Which is like across the map for some reason on this mission. Right. Um, 
And like I couldn't have anyone pick her up, pick the, the person up or anything, because there's no mechanic of someone going unconscious. I do think at this stage in the game, with these kind of games, that the ability to pick up a unit should be given. Because in some Fire Emblem games, you can do that. Like I think you can do it in the Game Boy Advance, with, especially with uh, mounted units. Be like, hey, we'll throw this person over the back of the horse. Right, right, right. So I that I, I Boy, agree with you on like a sack of potatoes because we're getting you out of this this map. <laughs> I mean, four people say you should have brought a vehicle. No, vehicles are ass in this game. Well, apparently they can transfer. Apparently, <laughs> uh, they're hot. They're hot garbage. Yeah, garbage. That also seems like an oversight. You can put vehicles in a game, make them cool. Like people want to use them because that's a unique thing that I don't see. Very oh, often. I got, I got something for that in a minute. Um, I actually agree with you, though, Dustin. Yeah. It's like you're gonna have something unique, make it actually like fun instead of like, hey, look, we did this. <laughs> it's sort of like, hey, look, we got this new cool new feature, and it'd be like, would anybody want it? actually use it exactly exactly yeah that's that's it for me haven't had much time this week dustin how about you um i have been playing a lot of the summer event and fate grand order Uh, i'm still playing some rune terra right now um not as much been building some new decks i have almost all the demacia uh champions Oh, nice. The only one I am missing is... Actually, I do have all of them. I just need more copies of Garen, and then I will have three of like every champion almost. <laughs> nice. I guess to push build a deck with anybody in Demos. The way it works is you pick your faction, and then as you level, you get cards from that faction. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, nice. Yeah, Um, trying to think if there's anything else in particular. I played a little Tekken earlier, and that may show up on stream eventually. Yes, I'm time. going to eventually... On days where I'm feeling lazy and I don't want to stream, I'm probably just going to poke Dustin, but like, yo, go play Tick. <laughs> yeah, I'll play some stuff that's easy to pick up. Maybe like, maybe stuff. I'll play something with rank and y'all can watch me get some. Yes, <laughs> yes, and I'm going to put money on how much the rank. We're going to take bets for how many times Dustin gets a perfect. We're going to mm-hmm. make, we're going to, we're going to get one, just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I no. I'll play probably Bob or uh, Lydia. Mm, those are good maybe games. maybe Wei Wulong. We'll see. Wei Wulong is pretty nice too. All right, okay then. Lydia's a lot of fun though. I actually hadn't got to play her much. She's a uh, DLC character, you know, the cursed mm. DLC. But she's mm. the one who's um, the weird like Tekken being Tekken that she's the prime minister of Poland. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And she's very traditional karate. Like she's very stompy. She's very stiff, but it's like a good kind. Hits pretty hard. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, for my stuff I've been up to, I have I've done a little bit. So, I when I get really bored, I'll read manga I don't necessarily want to read. And um <laughs> did I, you read Black Clover? No, not yet. Okay. It's okay. between Check Black Clover. That was my first spot. So, what said. happens is I'll read really shit manga and then it'll make me want to read kind of shit manga like black clover or manga i don't have interest in like black clover or the the firefighter one like so you're saying you have a chance that you'd read the vending machine in a dungeon oh I've that'll never, be I'll his when he starts with just to <laughs> yes. be like this, we're going to the very bottom yes diving down to the marinus trench right <laughs> right right i'll never read that because i'm interested in it i'll read bad so i can re-sculpt my brain around what's bad 
So we'll lower the bar so deep that everything is good by comparison. <laughs> exactly. So recently, I read a manga that's based off of a Netflix recent anime that people were okay. dragging through the dirt saying it was real bad. And I was actually excited for it initially because I had never seen it before. I didn't know what it was. But the well, manga is called um, Records of Ragnarok. Oh, that's the one with like the people from different mythologies right. having a fight, right? That one? So let's get into this. So I, I, that up. There's I, some oh, problems with that Oh, one. so, okay. So the problem is... It sounds like you could have had like a JoJo kind of thing. No, no, no. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. One, it's a giant tournament arc, which is the laziest way to write your story. It's a giant Why tournament build arc. up to the tournament arc? Right. When the whole series can be... It's a arc. whole series of tournament arc. Oh, dang. I just remembered something else I read. I'll, I'll talk about it after you get done. Oh, you okay. Well, go ahead. Go, you go ahead, because I, I, I got a little bit to go into for that one. Well, go ahead. What do, you, what do you want to bring up? I went back and finished Jigoku Raku, because I had never finished it, actually. And it's done. I had forgotten about that. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, and it's I actually really like it overall. It went, I think it won 127 chapters, which is a pretty good length, not but not too long. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it stuck with its concept. Like, when that concept was done, the series ended. They didn't try to invent a new concept to continue. I can appreciate and, that. Yeah, appreciate and it's that. getting an anime, too, so hopefully the anime will. I can appreciate that. Um, but, but, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, like so... Yeah, but in Records of Ragnarok, so, okay, here's the thing. So there's problems in it. I don't know if any of the problems I can, can, the ones that glare out and flare out to you aren't the ones I consider problematic because this is what you're coming in for already. So I think one of the more obvious ones is the very sexual stuff in it. Um, Aphrodite literally has, like, like men groping her as if she, that her chair is men groping her. But whatever. Like You know that's weird because Aphrodite, right. if I recall correctly, is sort of coy. Right. So in mythology so that she's like, oh we'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> I get into that. So so like when when you go for the this low hanging fruit male dominated action anime that they're clearly trying to, to go off there. You're gonna have that. Um all the hot ladies typically are these busty, very not clothed women um, who are blonde and everything like that and stuff like that. Shocked. In, shocked. In, the defense, in the defense of it, they have very, very angelic, hot-looking guys who are also pretty much naked. Literally, Adam is literally naked. Hotness. Right. So there's that. There's something for everyone's sickness. So that's why I don't really care. That's fine. Kind of like the fairy tale effect. Even... <laughs> it dials it up to 300. Um, but, you know, that's that's bad, but not to the mind degree where I'm like, whatever. Um, the issues with this, and I, I've been reading, I think I'm at like chapter 24 at this point. So you're in, you're in enough to yes. like whether or not it's good, right? It is. I'll be honest, every time I read another chapter, I'm like, what am I reading? Like it's, I am, I am morbidly curious because when I, what I'm reading essentially, it feels like a teenager or young adults written story who did a couple of pages of Wikipedia research on all these gods and famous people, picked the ones that sounded the coolest in the Wikipedia page and then put them up in there to fight. Because they have certain fights, like the first fight 
was Thor versus Lubu. And because how it works, Lubu. Huh? What the heck is Lubu? Lubu like, is a very famous right? Chinese warrior who was like regarded from like, as like Three Kingdoms, mm, period, right. right? Yeah, he's from the Three Kingdoms. Uh, he's, he's a he's like an OG meme too. In yes, in Dynasty because Warriors, he's regarded with, and you're like the, the there's like several times where your strategist or whatever tells you do not engage Lubu. He is he is regarded as one of the strongest warriors in China, like of all their history, like one of the most powerful people, mm, okay. and so. So how this tournament works, just so you guys understand, what essentially how this tournament works is that this is where the teenage part comes in because the gods are just mad at humans for just destroying and polluting the world. And they say, we don't need these species anymore. Let's just wipe them out. You know, let's just get rid of them. So then a Valkyrie shows up. By the way, it's just gods. There's no set pantheon. Now, I don't know if I like this or not, but it's like, there's no set pantheon. It's just gods. And... The um, the Valkyrie are kind of they work for all the gods apparently, oh, not just the not just the Norse ones. So they work for all the gods, and they're like the main Valkyrie. She shows up, <laughs> like all the gods have made the decisions, and the Valkyrie shows up, and she's like, "Hey." Why don't you guys just fight the humans? And the gods all laugh. They're like, why would we fight the humans? We're gods. We can just kill them. And she's like, oh, is it that you're too chicken? Literally made the gods angry. And so they said, fine, we'll do a tournament. I already have a problem with this. Because if I'm a god, ain't no Valkyrie about to tell me. (laughs) Like, be like, you're chicken. And so the Valkyrie is like, it's written like a kid, like a like a kid, because the Valkyrie will be like, haha, I got these fucking old jackasses to do this. And literally that's what she says, like in those words. And everyone's contorted and horny. It's like reading Helsing, but even worse, everyone's tongue is out their mouth. All uh. everyone's eyes are contorted, like they're all crazy. Loki, of course, pops up and is like weird and like supposed to be mischievous. Um, Adam shows up. So, okay, okay. I'll get back to the fight with Lubu real quick. So, okay. So, all, so they get the strongest of humanity to fight the gods. And the way that the, the gods, um, the way the humans can fight the gods is that the humans are given weapons, um, that help them fight well against the gods. Um, which are actually Valkyrie who turn into weapons. So they make a bond with the people and then they turn to the weapons. That's why they can fight them. Okay. My issues with some of this is that they don't explain why the humans can then resist punches from the gods if they are hit. So, okay. Second fight, they just... Apparently, the writer couldn't contain themselves anymore and just had Adam fight Zeus off the bat. Like, Adam from the Bible fight Zeus. Okay. <laughs> okay. What the fuck just... Okay, listen. This is how I know it was like a Wikipedia lookup. <laughs> like, they got some... They got a lot of stuff right. Like, they have, like... They have Cain and Abel in the crowd, and they're cheering on their dad, because apparently the Adam and Eve family was just a big, hulkily, bugly friendly bunch of people yeah um, never mind the fact that you right. know, kind of murdered right Abel. right 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 so so <laughs> you know, it's fine. It's regardless fine. regardless 
of what you believe, what you what you ascribe to, or anything like that. It is still funny to see how bad they get the stories, or well, like the the creator's interpretation for his story to work, for their story to work. So Adam, the reason Adam, they there's a theory that Adam hates the gods because he was thrown out, and in this story. It was because the devil or the serpent that they tried to do it was trying to to rape Eve, essentially. And Eve would not have it. Like, well, I guess he wasn't trying to rape Eve. He was trying to get up in that, essentially. And Eve was like, nope, fuck off. So she left and um, the, the, the devil bit the apples. <laughs> the devil is looks like a snake man. He bit the apples and it left little snake fangs in the apple marking. But apparently they went to court. They went to God court. Because all the, again, all the gods apparently functioned together. They went to God court and held Eve on trial because she ate the forbidden fruit. So then <laughs> Adam rose up in court carrying um, like barrels of apples from the forbidden tree, just chewing pieces of apple and spitting it out to indicate that Adam don't give a fuck. And Adam was like, "Now I'll leave with you," you know. It's <laughs> which it's a heartwarming way to interpret the story. Um, but so they left. You know, they started their whole thing. Humanity happened. How did the gods fuck up? Oh no, it's snake bite on it. Right, apple. right. So let's not get into the how <clears throat> d- like divine entities are fucking up a court case. <laughs> but so anyway, that's the whole thing. Adam is supposed to not care. Like the the reason Adam is in this fight, people thought it was because he hated the gods. There's a point where Adam says, You think I hate the gods? No. What father wouldn't protect his children? Because you know, Adam's the first human. Right. Because all of humanity would be his descendants of the biological right. sort. And so, like, whatever, fine. But <laughs> Adam's power. <laughs> he has divine eyes because, you know, he was made in God's image. So his eyes <laughs> are, are counters to all gods because he can mimic their abilities and make them better. <laughs> so what you're telling me is he has... Sharingan. He has the Sharingan. <laughs> and it was amazing because like Zeus, Zeus went to fight and Zeus is supposed to be like, um, essentially it feels like the equivalent of um, the Judeo-Christian God in this right. pantheon. Like he's supposed to be the right. big one. And this weird like, hey, I just read Wikipedia pantheon. Right, 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 right. So, but he's still also Zeus. So it's like there's a point where Shiva is wanting to fight Adam, but Zeus is just so powerful. Zeus is just like, this is my fight. And like Shiva's like, oh, okay. Um, and, um, and so they fight and like things happen, yada, yada, yada. Adam loses. Adam dies. Spoiler alert. Um, and <laughs> it's just dumb. Like, I don't even know why it got so far to get an anime aside from the sexualization in the grotesque fights 
They probably what? saw Aphrodite and said, yep. Well, she's not in it actually enough for you to be like, this has to be in there. You would think that they would show Aphrodite every other scene, but they don't. And she just needs one scene for some well, guys. Well, no, she pops up for like one tiny panel sometimes. She doesn't even have her whole thing. Like, I think she fights eventually, but like... At the beginning, it's just like the dudes fighting and stuff like that. And I've seen some of some of the animated fights. The animation's horrible, but reading it, it's such a train wreck. And none of the characters seem to be good. Like the the main who could be considered the main protagonist, who is the the Valkyrie who's running everything, she seems to just have a hard on for fucking the gods over. Um. And then there's guys like Thor, who seems to just have wanted to fight, and he beat Lubu, and he wanted to honor Lubu, you know, and stuff like that. Like, he wasn't happy about winning. Zeus was proud that Adam, like, gave him such a run for his money. Um, It feels like someone's equivalent of what's cool. They're like, oh, yeah, this is badass. And that's, I don't know how far I'll get. Like, there's only 50 chapters so far. But it's pretty bad. It's it's pretty it sounds, bad. It sounds pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um, and I'll I'll close on the one thing that I did enjoy this week that I've been doing is that I've been playing more Trails of us from Azure, um, the second game in the duology of the PSP Trails games. Um, I'm really enjoying it. And again, Trails, the Trail series always fascinates me on how they improve everything. Not only do they improve the artwork for the characters, for their their like um, images when they're talking, but they've expanded the world. So getting into this vehicle thing that Dustin mentioned, in the first game, you're in a city. So Crossbell, which is a city you're in, is essentially like LA or New York or Atlanta, any kind of city that you can think of that's really big, where... Um, like the life is different from like more rural areas or more country type areas. And they, they like the, the people love their city no matter what, no matter how bad outsiders may say it is and stuff like that. And so cars are just now newly invented in this world. So is the internet. They call it the orbital net and they call it the orbital, um, orbital cars because everything runs off of, um, the orbital system. And right. so the cars, like the materia kind of stuff, yes, right? the materia kind of things. And so they create cars in the first game and only people who have like a lot of money have cars or higher divisions in the police force get cars. Well, in the second game, um, you eventually get a car because of all the good things you did in the first game. And that mm-hmm. allows you to travel to exact points in the game's overworld that makes the trekking to places different, you know, because how Trails games works, particularly in the first two systems of games, is that the world itself is expanded upon in the first game. And then you get to travel it in different ways. So in the first trilogy of Trails games, you travel everywhere on foot. So you do it the traditional JRPG way. Well, by the time you get to the second game, you can travel by airship because story-wise, you're supposed to travel on foot for training. And then you can go by airship to travel everywhere because it just wouldn't make sense for you to walk everywhere um, in real life, um, unless there was a reason. And that kind of goes hand in hand in this game where you don't get bored of revisiting the same locales because now the transition period to each locale is different. Um 
And it's just, it's very clever different ways of how to do it. And I really do enjoy that aspect. Um, the only issue I do have is that they've introduced a really cool character from the original trilogy again, but they made him more pale. He was darker of skin before. Um, not even like black or anything like that. He just looked like he had a tan. I just don't know why they decided to make him paler. They put him in a frosted country. No. He's been inside all day. It it just made him it makes him look weird. He also used to have like a snaggle tooth and they took that away. So his character looks off. It looks weird. It looks different enough that you're not like, oh, it's just drawn differently. You're like, this doesn't seem like the same character. Right. It feels off. His face is more squared. And I'll show you guys after the podcast just so you can see the comparison. But it's very, very, very off-putting. Um, don't like that. But yeah, the game overall is good. I will. I keep saying this over and over again. If you like story JRPGs, I really recommend you get into Trails. It's really, really, really good. Um, it's better than most of the best stories in JRPGs. It's just the the world is so expansive. There's a lot of games, um, but it's so well done. It's so well done, and I really enjoy playing this game. But anyway, that's enough of that. Enough of. Our goddamn patch notes. Let us jump into our key item. item for today is interesting so i'll start it off i've been wondering about this since it's a surprise <laughs> yeah so i was gonna before we get into it i was gonna ask dustin and arnold what do you think is one of the most essential important you can't do without this in video games a wallet okay you need the money. You're not wrong. Cash you need the zenny. Cash is important. You're right. Money's important. You mean a specific game, or do you mean just anything that, like, one thing that you think you can't do without? Keys in a game. Keys. keys. Okay. Keys. Keys. Keys, keys are that. very. I agree. That's a good one. Keys are important. Keys are important. Anything else? You can all do one more. Before I, I get said, stupid and I give you a map. answer. A map? A map's a good one. It's close. Oh, shit. Dustin. One more. Uh, a map is close, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, a compass. <laughs> You're a little further away. Now that Damn. you see a compass. Hmm. Man, that, that is... It, it, there's, it's, it, you won't get the answer because it's so ridiculous, but also very true. But I just want to... Atlas. Stop shoes. guessing, Arnold. What shoes. Is you said shoes? Yeah. Shoes. Okay. You don't actually get shoes in 90% of games, so that's not a real You story. guys did well, actually. But the answer is you take a line, then you connect another line to that line, then you connect another line to the other line, and then you connect one more line, and you have the most quintessential important part of video games. The box, the square, some if you stretch it out, 
the rectangle, and depending on the game, the cube. I believe that the square, not Enix, is the most important part in a video game. And allow me to elaborate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need some help here. Dustin Arnold. A fundamental. Essence. Where does your D&D character sit in battle? The floor. On a square. On, on a, a square tile. tile. Arnold Dustin, what kind of question-looking object does Mario hit with his head in order to get his power-ups? A block. A question block. What does he hop on to reach heights? A turtle. A block. Well, <laughs> yes, but also a block. Not yet. Sometimes Yoshi, he kicks it. What is the entirety <laughs> of... Yes, that's true, too. What is the entirety of Minecraft composed of? Excel box. What is Cloud Strife's hand in the original Fantasy <laughs> <Final laughs> 7? <laughs> I don't know, man. That's some weird-ass shapes right there. It's a block. And everything else in Final Fantasy 7 that's a humanoid is composed of several forms of a block. Pixels oh. are all blocks. They're all, pixels are all blocks. Oh, I get, I'm going further in this here. <laughs> We're going to go further deep. beyond. What do you typically stand on in a platformer of most sorts? Some form of a block, of a square. What's a chess semblance of <laughs> in most video games where you get your items from? A block. A square. What is one of the most addictive video game shapes? Tetris. Tetris is a game of squares with a square right. composed of squares to fit in a rectangle. We're going to dive deeper. What is the screen shape of a game boy? Square. The TV is also a square. The TV oh, is a square. Or rectangle sometimes. If you move with a diagonal controller, a um, um, four-way directional controller. What do you move in? Some form of a square. Yep. The square is one of the essential key items of video games, and I want to explore that with you guys today. <laughs> I am. Squares. I am both being. I am both being silly and serious about this. I really did think about this. Um, because it does sound silly when you first start off. It is, it's a square. What the hell are you talking about, James? But I do feel that the fundamental building blocks of video games are indeed fundamental building blocks. Um, and I just wanted to do a little bit of a dive into why that could be. Maybe at the end of this, we discover that my theory is full of BS, but I will counter that theory as hard as possible to see if it holds up water. The square, I feel, is super important to video games. Um, and I'll start off with the first basis. The first basis. Um, we'll start with Mario and platformers. I feel that the square, the shape of the square, works the best for indulging the mind to understand the dimensions and the the quality of what you're trying to present to them. And I'll give an example. When you are playing Mario and you hit the square box with the question mark on it, you know something will exit it. But why is that? What about that makes your brain go 
something's going to come out of it. Aside from the fact that you've played Mario for years at this point, and it's just brought into your Put brain. Put things in boxes. Exactly. It's as simple it as that. It also looks different from the other blocks. Right. Well, yeah, it looks different the from the box, but then Arnold... What happens if you hit this box? Right. And also, Arnold, you made a good point. Counter-argument for that. Then why do you hit your head on the other blocks? Because it's fun. Right. But why? I, I, I think it's fun, of course. But think about it. The first block you get to hit, I believe, in Mario, where you get a prize, I think like the second block, second or third block you see, um, is a question block. Everyone who plays Mario does not hit the question block first, right? Sometimes you hit the other blocks. And in other Mario games, sometimes hitting blocks that break give you stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't think it boils down to simply, oh, it's fun, I just do it. I think it's more to that, Arnold, because... I you mean, you're saying, just... you're just, well, I'm just saying in the context of your first time playing it, you, you said not to say... Since you played it a whole bunch of times. No, no, no. I know. But then how do you know hitting a block with your head is fun? Did you go hit a break? No, no, no. Why? Like, uh, so, so we're going based off of you never playing the game. How many times have you hit your head on a block in real life? Zero. Exactly. Very few. Exactly. So it's, there's something about the innate human idea that there's something inside of a box. You know, you may not think that when you're playing the game, Arnold, like at six years old, you're not thinking that. But you yeah, have open presence. You right, you are thinking about it subconsciously. You're also seeing that box in the air and you're going, okay, so there's a box. Uh, I can jump on the box. Mm-hmm. But that box is too high, so I can't jump on that box. What mm-hmm. if I hit the box from underneath? Right. What will happen? What will change? You know, um... That aspect in a video game, and we're just talking Mario here, but I think that aspect in that video game idea that a a square in a video game is a box, not a square, is implanted. It's a cube. It's implanted into our heads about what we already have aspects on. You open up a box of cereal, you know there's something in it. You open up a present, it's usually in a box shape. Hell, even present bags are in box shapes. You know, we... We as a, a a human species have kind of devised the box to hold a mystery of worth without doing it. You know, um, we can stretch this further. My theory goes deep, children. My theory goes deep. Go on. Minecraft. Mm-hmm. It's a world composed of boxes. Arnold seems to not be a believer, but I swear I will get him. I d- <laughs> I am a believer of the rectangles, I'm sorry. Um, well, no, the rectangles count in this. The rectangles count. No, 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 no. The rectangles are a cult. <laughs> they're, a cult. they're a cult of strong, stre- um, stretched out See, boxes. James, the world is not a cube. It's a rectangle. But no, but seriously, though, when you think of a world of cubes, Minecraft, why is Minecraft composed of blocks? Just why not any other shape? Is it simple? That's true. That's That's dead on. Blocks they fit are simple. together very yes. intuitively. Yes, you can stack them all together without everybody making... at some point. Almost everybody, I won't say everybody, but a lot of people have either done something with Lego. There you go. Building blocks. There you go. Like stack, <laughs> stack, and they fit together. They have symmetry. Yes. They there have you that. go. If you had circles, they wouldn't sit together. 
Right, because cir- circles arguably are far more simple than boxes. Yeah, but if you had triangles, that also wouldn't work because triangles don't fit together either. Also, people generally didn't play with triangular shape. Objects. Or if you did, the triangle wasn't very versatile. You just put the triangle building block on top of the other ones. Right, yep. exactly. You can't do much with a triangle. But Minecraft, an entire game composed entirely of boxes down to its people, you know, they yep. they integrate that idea of that building block mentality. And I feel that if we're breaking down something, you know, we're going by our namesake as the key items podcast. I think it goes beyond just going, oh, potions, the master sword. We're going to get into all of that, of course. But like those are all key items. But those are all items of the just the easy forefront idea. Are those Let's the see. silver keys and we're Let's... at the boss key, James? Well, no, I really I think the, the square is a simple key. I don't think it's complex. Um, I'm going to go deeper. I'm going to go deeper. Oh, go ahead, Dustin. Go ahead. Go deep. Go, go deep. a different direction. Go ahead. The dialogue box. <laughs> yes! Thank you! Dustin's with the Dustin's drinking the Kool-Aid. Dustin knows what's up. The dialogue box. It's literally called a dialogue box. Not a bubble like in comic books. It's dialogue boxes are almost completely sy- synonymous with video games. Like they're they're almost all the time with video games, and primarily with JRPGs. You know, the dialogue box contains factual information of the game that you need to proceed. Yes. It is literally withholding key items for you. You know, it just so happens that Dustin's saying is the dialogue box also happens to be in games where there's a lot of treasure chest. Mm-hmm. And in most video games, I can't find a lot. I can probably count on my hand. I can't right now, but I can probably count on my hand the amount of video games that don't use a box-like structure to contain an item. You could be playing a sci-fi game that doesn't even have treasure chest quotation marks. Still but they, huh? It's still going to have a box. Right, it's still going to have a container. Like a box. Hell, I'm playing Trails of Azure. On that se- on the second game, they, they allow to put items in the field so you can see to get them sometimes that you wouldn't have to go buy from. You know what they put them in? They put them in literal crates. Mm-hmm. Literal crate boxes. I'm going to go even more so. In RP, like Having played around with RPG Maker, a lot of RPGs in general are built on a grid, actually. Yeah. Just don't the grid lines. And where does the grid line mm-hmm. come from? It comes from D&D, which yep. is one of the pre- predecessors... Of video game ideals and makeups. It also, it also goes back to like fundamental math, you know, X and mm-hmm. Y coordinate. Yeah, fundamental math. Break it down further or move it up a little bit. Chess, checkers, squares, cards, little rectangles. I'm gonna blame the Greeks for all this. All squares. Now, <laughs> now, I don't know this for a fact at all, but my speculation, this simple shape. This square, this cube, this rectangle. We humans are attracted to it. Not just for its practicality purposes, of course. But we put it in everything. Our books are square. Right? I think the simplicity is what makes it the beautiful aspect that we need it to be. It is... It's easy to create. But it's also order, and humans like order. We don't strive for chaos. 
It's also separation. You have things in the box and then stuff out of the box. Mm -hmm. We even talk about thinking outside the box. Because the box is thought of as a containment. You know, that's why. And it allows other shapes to kind of sparkle a little bit more. Because the Pokeball isn't a box. It technically is. But it's, it's a sphere. You know, but it sends your people into the, a box, right? You know what I want to see. I want to see a different region in Pokemon where they throw poke like squares instead of balls. <laughs> they just clop on the ground. <laughs> That's really painful to hold on to your side. <laughs> um, <laughs> be like, it'll be an alternate universe. They'll be like, "Hey, do you guys have any Pokeballs?" Like ball. What's a Pokeball? What's a ball? What the hell? Yeah, Pokey Squares. Pokey Squares. Pokey Cube. Pokey Cubes. Oh my God. Um, but no, it, it it breaks down to so many things. Video game cartridges, video game like um, cases, generally are squares and rectangles. You know, old PlayStation consoles used to be squares. Mm -hmm. Old consoles used to be no, squares. Genesis. Mm -hmm. They were all square like. It's that, it's that simplicity that helps the building blocks of other games. That means mm -hmm. that Nintendo was a heretic for their N64 controller? Yes. Oh, it was well, a triangle. Right, right, it was a triangle, right? It's still kind of in a square, though. It's still, it's still square-ish, you right. know what I mean? But it's a three-pronged like, triangle. <laughs> but, in, but even then, taking away that, like when you think of it, even in the newest modeled video games, you have, um, you 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 have like the menu as a square. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you will find a square in most things you play and do. Now, that's why I said that this topic is both silly and also I feel like intriguing because it's not just bullshit, like. I thought uh, the funniest thing was I didn't think of this as a joke at first. I literally was sitting down and thinking, I was like, the square is like crazy important in video games. They jam shank uh, too much Kool-Aid. No, did it? I'm serious. Like, I think it is. And maybe people can think of a counter argument to me about it, but I haven't. I can't think of one. I would like to see one. I'm not saying that the square is the most end all be all to video games, but Shovel Knight's little dust stuff, like when you dig up stuff, there's areas in Shovel Knight where they use squares. Hmm. That's a newer modeled game. When you look at Mega Man's um, screen, it's a square, and even the route and movement is square-like. It's always up, down, side to side. Hmm. You know, everything is box-shaped. When you fight in Mega Man, you fight in a square. Like, you fight in a big square or rectangle almost all the Action. time. But it's still a square or rectangle. Right. You know, um, hell, your transition between one world, one part of the world and Mega Man to the next to the boss room is a big rectangle. All the time. It's it's something about the containment. It's something about the, I guess, the purity of it, really, that gives it that aspect um i really just feel that that's something that's important in games it's a small thing it's an insignificant thing um but what i'm hearing is if it wasn't for euclid we wouldn't have video games i agree 
<laughs> I agree. <laughs> if you don't understand that reference, go do go do your homework. <laughs> now I can't say that the square is so strong that it goes out into other nerd media. Um, not fully. I don't know. Ali gone. Well, yeah, yeah, you can get like, yeah, yeah, you can go with that. But like, I don't know if it's strong enough to hold the theory for video um, for an- like anime or like three oh, yeah. D and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I, the world of circles over there, James. Right, that's what I was gonna say. There's more like an orb thing. It's the battle of circle or square. Right, but I do feel in video games that the theory of the square, you know, the um. I feel that holds water. I feel that that is not just me. Well, part of it is me being silly because, again, if you ever go up to somebody and you're like, you know, it's really important in game squares, you know, they'll think that. But I, I push back on that. I do think that the square is a fundamental importance. What are you guys' thoughts? Dustin's drinking some of the Kool Aid. I think Arnold's sitting there at the bar, not wanting to punch. He's like, I don't know. And I'm not sure if I like this Kool Aid. I think I've, I want, I've I seen the triangles Kool-Aid. in life. Okay, you've seen the triangles in life. <laughs> so it's only a, a matter of taking the triangles and putting them together. Yeah, you know, you yeah. can maneuver a triangle with another triangle to make. You have square. like a uh, what's the thing called? Uh, you have a right angle triangle. Sure. No, no, you take four triangles and you yeah. make the points all meet up. You get a square. Or you have the um, what's the thing called? I got a the crossed square. You know, that's like the two triangles. Like the tips touch. Yes. Geometrical. Yes. Square. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm telling you, Arnold. You may you may push back. But the square is there. The square, square, the square is, there. is there. The square is there. We gotta be careful on this. Somebody at Square Enix is gonna hear this and be like, so we should have copyright on all video games because we're gonna be square. <laughs> I'm gonna And then Square, like the company that makes like the put payment thing for like businesses will be like Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> we are called just square. Exactly. Even the circle is a square. Oh my god! <laughs> like, y'all can't see this. Square, no, y'all can't see this at home. But I linked some non-Euclidean geometry where it's like a square in a circle. Square in a anyway. circle. Um, but no, I do feel um, hell the x and y axis, which is part of the square phenomenon is utilizing the art of drawing ahead. Yep. Which could say that anime uses the square tech too. <laughs> I, I, I fully feel that, um, like, and I, I do mean this seriously, everybody. I do not, I'm not doing this as a meme. Um, I really do think that squares are important to video games. Um, and I think it's a natural understanding bias that's been generated over years and years of human thought process and evolution. Um, because again, you just look like our books are square. We could make them any shape we wanted to. We chose square. You know. I mean, we had scrolls at one point. <laughs> yeah, but when you lay scrolls out, Arnold, what shape does it take? A rectangle. Yeah. It's part of the square phenomenon. Maps. You mentioned maps. Typically, you don't got circle maps. Typically, you got your... If you had a globe. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, you, you do got me there, but I'm not arguing that everything in the real world is a square. I'm thinking more so large portions of the world are square-like. 
you know. Um, yeah, I just... What James yeah. is saying is we're in a simulation and we all got to wake up. No, 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 no. Nothing that crazy. Just that the square is a, a stronger force in gaming than we give it credit for. Um, but yeah, tell me your thoughts, you two. What, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? How much weed do you think I smoke before I go into the mm-hmm. business? I got it. You got any left so I can join in? <laughs> I don't want to see you on weed or no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no seriously what are you guys thoughts you know around this um do you see the concepts do you think maybe there's something different there what do you guys think there's a lot of squares and i think also windows is partly to blame for some of this <laughs> yeah because mm. yes. like, they were like you know what would make computers easier to understand if instead of all lines we went up to squares and put everything in squares. Yeah. Yeah. Everything mm-hmm. is a square in a Windows projection, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. What, what about you, Arnold? Speak your I mind. mean, I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold's, like, Arnold's like the most neutral way to put it. <laughs> Arnold's like, I don't think you're wrong, but I do think you're crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you think you've had too much Kool-Aid <laughs> but Arnold's mentality is here but well yes I will close out of the podcast today with that and just leave that thought into people's heads like it's Next not time, now, now somebody's going to be like I did enjoy playing video games but now all I can see is squares <laughs> <laughs> look I hope I don't ruin video games for people I think there, there are many other shapes in video games, clearly. The square is not the only goddamn shape. And I think the process of video game making and everything goes beyond the square. I don't think the square is everywhere. I think that the square, again, and that, that funny thing about it is that it's a building block. It's literally a building block. Um, and I think it's there because it's simple. I think it's there because it's easy. And in some circles, I think maybe the triangle or the circle is... A building in block. some circles. In some circles, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's the the usage of geometric shapes, but I think one of the easiest and most simplistic shapes is the square, and it is the easiest to get around um, in many aspects. I just I feel that fully in my thought process. So yeah, little weird, I know. But I think it's rather interesting. I think it's a good think piece. I want people to think about that going forward. I also wrote down the square is there as a as a potential square t-shirt idea. Um, the square is there. I like it for the for the podcast. So yeah, um, tell us your thoughts um, and all of that. Check out our Twitch um, at twitch.tv slash keyitemspodcast. Check out our um, actual, this podcast. You can check us on Spotify and on iTunes. Um, we got some things working up and stuff like that. I appreciate all the support we've been getting. Um, we've been getting a lot more attention on some of the stuff we've been doing at the slower pace that we've been doing it at. And I'm very happy for that. Um, it seems like you guys do enjoy some of our stuff. And I want that to keep happening for you guys. Um, if you do like our stuff on Twitch or on the podcast, subscribe or listen. Um, we have a lot of 
numbers on our RSS feed, which I was talking with everybody beforehand that I believe is not true. I don't believe that many people want to hear this garbage, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, they, but they know the square is there. The, they know the square is there. I feel this episode is going to be, it's going to be big. <laughs> Um, we like what was that? What was up with that square episode anyway? <laughs> right, it's like what was they? That was weird. It, podcast got weird on the square episode. Is this our 79th episode or our 80th? We're up there. We're getting up there. Um, I may want to do our 100th episode live on Twitch. Not like live in Big person, point. but like live recording. Ooh, that could be. Interesting. We could do that. I'm thinking of that. We're getting up there. Um, we may be still a small channel, you know, not big or anything or making money and whatnot, but we put out quite a lot of product mm-hmm. for free. Imagine what happens if you pay us. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, we actually had a lot to say, but we fit it all within our time frame, usually. Um, but thanks everybody. As always, I'm your host, James, and as always, I'm joined by Dustin and Arnold. Sorry for the delay there. Oh, you're all fine. Um, And we will square you later. Uh, (laughs) Bye. See ya. See ya. Thank you for playing.